Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Over on Reddit, I read this. This post will not be appreciated, and I get it why. I can get defensive too if people talked about my home country or my city. But do people from Cork realise how ugly and depressing and poor-looking their city is? There's a huge discrepancy about how much people earn and how poor the whole place looks. There are some former USSR, former Soviet Union cities, that look ten times better. Corkonians are a proud and kind people, but you're getting really effed around by the people who represent you. Tarek, you didn't set that post up to make friends, but people agreed with you. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How's it going? Good. Very strong words. How long did you spend here? A bit more than a year, all in all. And uh, I just want to start by saying that, you know, I don't want to pass as the ungrateful foreigner who came to Ireland and was hosted and nice talking shit about the place. Uh, the post came out of a place of frustration, you know, because the situation in Cork is just not normal. And if you don't mind me asking you a question, do you, do you believe you are getting the city that you all deserve? Truthfully, Tarek, as a Corkman and a very proud one, when I walk down my main street on a spring morning, no. I know somebody wants to and give it to me down the line, but right now, no. And uh, why do you think people are just, you know, letting it happen? I mean, obviously, it's going to sound cliche because I'm French, but why don't people pr protest every single day? I mean, there are some <clears throat> derelict sites that have been derelict for more than 20 years, like, for example, 42 Corn Market Street. has been derelict site for 28 years. I mean, how is that normal to have a derelict site in the center of a, you know, bubbling city center? Thank you. Well, well you're, you're French. What would happen in, in Paris or in Nantes or in Bordeaux? Well, I can I can definitely talk about my hometown, which is Lille in north of France. Been and there. what happened because yeah. the, the city center and the old town was actually, you know, crumbling because it was really old buildings. And basically, they just passed laws that you had to take care of your building, you couldn't let it derelict, otherwise you'd get fined every year. And uh, I can use other examples. Mm. My brother has a house in Belgium and he had to, um, like he, he bought it derelict and he had to do some repairs before renting it. And each year that it was not rented, he was getting fined. 
There are such laws here, or at least they keep telling us that they're coming, that if you leave a place, go to rack and ruin, that you will be, you will be fined. Not too sure if it happens, but yeah. I actually read a bit about that. And do you call it levy? L-E-V-Y? Yeah. So do you know how much of those fines were paid in 2020 for the whole city of Cork? You've done some research. Tell me. It was 140,000 euros. I mean, that's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing. There is more than 700 uh, derelict sites in Cork City. That's right. That's right. And again, I'm not an expert, and I read a bit online, and for example, there is an architect who moved back to Cork from Amsterdam named Frank O'Connor. That's he right. He has a great Twitter account. That's right. And yeah. he lists all the derelict sites, and he's posting photos. And I'm just wondering, like, why there isn't a bigger political will? Why isn't it, like, the main topic of discussion politically? Yeah, the state of the place. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not just a case of me saying that the city is not pretty enough. I mean, it's obviously linked to other major issues like the housing crisis, for example. All of it is linked together. And I just don't understand why there is no political will about that. Mm. I would say, Tarek, and just as as a local and an observer, I, I read your post and I had to say that you tell a very uncomfortable truth. That having been said, I also do know that things happen. They happen slowly. They happen way too slowly, but they do happen. Maybe we need to speed. We need to speed it up. Yeah, yeah I was reading about um, what's um, like about the person in charge of those derelict building from the city council, and you know, he was saying that they should use you know carrots and stick, but he believes that. You know, it should be more carrots than stick, but I feel like, you know, all the carrots have been used and, I mean, it's obviously not working. Yeah. It's obviously not working. And uh, I, I'm i sure, you know, uh, there are different situations behind all of those derelict sites, but whatever the situations behind them, explaining them is just not acceptable. It's not acceptable to have the second biggest city of a rich country looking like that. Those are strong words, but I can't disagree with one of them. It is wrong. We live in this beautiful place, this gorgeous city, but parts of it are just falling down, trees growing out the window, and nothing seems to get done. And um, it takes someone like yourself who lived here for a year to put that very uncomfortable truth to us. Did, did, what kind of a response did you get to the post? Well, actually, I was surprised because I had um, I had the idea I was going to get roasted, but most people agreed, and uh, I would say most people agreed uh, with what I wrote, which was surprising because, as I said, you know, nobody likes to nobody likes an outsider talking shit about their hometown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you, you also mentioned we are a proud and kind people, and you couldn't be you couldn't be more right there. You know, well, I mean, when you were here and working and living among us. You got on with this, clearly. I did, but it started with, for example, very the first very months were very difficult because it was impossible to find a place. And there were a lot of moments where I thought, it's a shame because I don't feel I can stay here because of that. You know, it's actually mm. affecting my mental health. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and I don't, yeah. Finding a place, and 
here's another thing, and it's linked to the dereliction. There you are, trying to find a place to stay and work here. You're looking around you, and just take Patrick Street, all the empty space upstairs in Patrick Street, all the empty space upstairs in other streets, and nothing being done about it. They're just lying there empty. Bring us back to Lille, uh, your beautiful city, which I have visited. What would they do in Lille if they all that empty space? Sorry, could you repeat? What would the they do? Question? What would the, the authorities do in Lille if they had all that empty space? Mm, well, uh, I think they would have an array of uh, of tools they could they could use, but um, the last resort, which would come quite fast, because a derelict building is not just. I mean, I'm a very strong defender of private property, as Irish people are. But a derelict building in a city centre, it's just not affecting the property of the person that owns it. It's affecting all the properties around it. Yeah. So I guess the last resort, they, they would just auction it. They would just auction it to someone who would have the money uh, to uh, to actually fund the repairs and rent it. Yeah, we have compulsory purchase here, but it takes an awful long time to get to that point. Yeah, now again, it's not an ideal solution, but it's a much better solution than doing nothing or doing things so slowly that at some point, I think Cork City is going to be quite unattractive for people to move in and that's when you actually end up with a dying city yeah yeah there was a man from cnn mr quest came to ireland last year and he said pretty much what you're saying now a lot of dereliction and it's not an attractive place to come as a tourist and that's sad yeah, and it, it's sad that people would rather go around Cork, West Cork, as tourists. But I think something that is maybe even more important than tourists is people who come to work in Cork because obviously you have a great economy and a lot of jobs. They don't want to stay. Yeah, they yeah. don't want to stay. And a lot of the people, foreigners that I met in Cork, left not because again it's not just a case of the city is not pretty enough but it has repercussions on the housing market that makes living in cork very very difficult you cannot have your own unit you have to share although you're earning a good salary and in the end you know with the pandemic and the rise of work from home people are just going to move back to their country with the jobs they actually found in ireland that's a very good point just a more general term away from the dereliction. How did you, what did you think of the city as a place to live? Public transport, for example, quality of food, quality of entertainment, uh, socially, how did you find Cork? Was it, did you feel safe walking the streets? Yeah, I did feel safe and I had a lot of amazing moments and uh, my uh, my partner who visited a few times, she has a lot of good memories of Cork and again, it's not only negative at all, you know, yeah. but yeah, public transport, I mean, it's a running joke and I don't think I need to comment on that. Every Corkonian feel the same as I do about public transportation and bus sometimes not even showing up. But beside that also, like, the the food is great going out at night in cork is amazing i felt completely safe all the time mm. i would say and um and i guess you could do with a bit more cultural things to do i feel like um like the the culture the cultural life of the city is kind of resting on the shoulders of pubs which is great in one sense but i mean you should also maybe have a bit more of things happening 
I like that. I like that line. I'd quote you on that. The cultural life of the city is resting on the shoulders of pubs. I like that, Terry. It's a very good line. Isn't it the case? It's a very good Don't you have the feeling that it's the case? Yeah, I think I can't can't disagree with it. I can't disagree with it. You you always have activities either during the day or during... uh, I mean, I would see things in pubs that you obviously don't see anywhere else, like drawing classes. I saw drawing classes in the pub on a Sunday afternoon, which is great, but you should also have other venues than pubs, I would say. If you were to give us a score out of 10 (laughs) as a place to live and work and socialize and to be, what would you give us, Tariq? Well, I wouldn't give you uh, a rank because I think Irish people are amazing and Corkonians even more. So I wouldn't feel comfortable giving a rate. What I'm, but I can say that when you're coming, like we, most of foreigners are coming to Ireland for work, for work, for a job, and if you put that outside of the equation, I don't think people would move to Ireland, which is sad because. A country as attractive as Ireland, as with a, such a rich history and culture, should attract people. I mean, if you put aside the weather, obviously, <laughs> but it, but 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 the truth is, you're only getting people, attracting people, because the economic situation in their own country is not good enough. Yeah. But Ireland should also attract people for uh, its beautiful uh, regions, for its very rich culture. And it's only because of the jobs that people are coming and staying, or most of them, I would say, okay. which is sad. Lovely to talk to you, Tarek. Lovely to talk to you. And sometimes we need to be told these uncomfortable truths. A lot of love in the room, I'm going to tell you, for both Tarek and Justin uh, this morning. Kevin, you wanted to pick up on something. Morning to you. Morning, PJ. How are you? Good. What do you want to say? Um, yeah, look, it was just the last gentleman a while ago was speaking on, on Cork and a few houses have been derelict and, and I just wanted to make the point, I, I it blows my mind on, on on a daily basis wondering how much tax the government actually take in from us on a daily basis, monthly basis, annual basis, whatever it may be. Like all the car tax you pay for your road car, that's like we've no better roads from it. You pay taxes on all the work you do, on everything you buy, everything you spend, just tax on absolutely everything but we have nothing to show for it we've no better houses as he said there's all the houses in the city and at the mind outside the city are all run down derelict uh, most of them haven't seen a lick of paint in 20 years you know and I, 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 I just don't understand where all the money is going it seems to be all going into the government but nothing seems to be coming out any little kind of jobs they might do seem to be based in the cities but nothing really makes it outside the city that much yeah. Um, yeah. and I just I just uh, I just don't know what, what's going on. How, how are they taking so much money every single day of us? Not even of us, but they get a lot of money from the European Union as well. Like, And we just have nothing at all to show for it. I just, I just don't know why. You think for the taxes we pay, we're not seeing much of a return? No, like if you go into any other European city, like our country or whatever, you, you, you have a look at their railway systems, their bus systems, their roads, their hospitals, their schools. Everything is run and much, much, much better off than ours. We have a small little tiny country here full of a uh, couple of million people paying taxes. As he said, a full full work ro- rosters there. Everybody working these days. All the tax they're getting, all the cars on the road. But we've nothing to show for it. We have a housing crisis. We have people homeless. We have people suffering with all sorts of mental issues and, and, and health issues that aren't being sought after. They're, they're scrimping and scraping every penny off every single person. But 
they seem to be making an absolute killing, like, but where's it all we, going? We have people getting on planes to have their knees and hips done in Spain in a matter of weeks, while they would be waiting yeah. three or four years to see a doctor here. Talk about your teeth even. They're going off to every other country to get your teeth done for a couple of thousand, whereas you'd be charged a new house mortgage here to, 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 to get a root canal done. You know, it's, the, the pricing is, is completely insane. I just, I just, none of it makes sense to me. And I just, don't, I just think that we, we must be taken for a ride. And there must be somebody out there who knows how to do the financial looking into where the money comes into and how much of it goes out to and... and how how are we how are we so badly off in compared to every other European country out there? Like because we are, and the, every, in every statistic that you can stand up, we are a wealthy country. Kevin, thank you. He was listening to Tarek. Corks ninety six FM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.